The kids are all grown up and leaving the house and you think you have the nest all to yourself and it's going to be wonderful. You just might want to think again. Dr. Kyle Bradford-Jones, family physician at the University of Utah, is going to tell us a little bit about that next on The Scope. Health information from experts supported by research. From University of Utah Health, this is thescoperadio.com. So most parents, when their kids are 18, are so excited because, yes, your kids are leaving and sad, but then it's like you get the house all to yourself after 18 years. Exactly. Exactly. You know, there's a thing called empty nest syndrome. So as soon as the kids leave the house, there's a lot of grief, loneliness with the the parents. And that's very common. So you, like you mentioned, you get really excited and you think it's a big thing for, uh, for you and the kids. And it is, but it's a hard transition for many of the parents. The big thing about it is that even though you may experience a little bit of grief or loneliness or people think that's okay, it can turn into very severe depression, anxiety, loss of purpose, things like that. And so uh, especially in single parents or in those uh, parents who have been stay-at-home parents, it can become a very significant problem for them. And how how severe is this? Because you said severe is significant, but exactly at what point does it get like oh no, mom mom and or dad or both might actually be sick. You know, once you start to see kind of the more classic signs of depression, so they're feeling a lot of guilt, they're having a hard time concentrating on things, they either can't sleep at all or they're sleeping all the time and don't want to get out of bed in the morning. Um, things like that are, are things to watch for, um, to, to know that, hey, this is getting a little bit beyond just a difficult transition. This is becoming a bigger problem. And so now, is this something that the kids can pick up or is it something that you as the parent are kind of aware of or self-aware that you are kind of getting this, you know, kind of depressed? You know, either or. Uh, both people could certainly pick up on it, either the kids or the parents. Who is it usually? You know, probably the parents, I would think. Okay. To, you know, see that, hey, I'm, I'm having a really hard time with this. And it's okay to admit that. You know, there's obviously a little bit of a stigma against mental illness or difficult things like this. But it's important to get help when when these things arise. And what kind of help is there? So first of all, um, if you feel like it's getting bad and getting to the point where you are starting to have severe depression or anxiety, I would definitely recommend seeing your physician um, because you may need therapy. There may be some medications that will help out or even sometimes just acknowledging that it's a problem and talking with someone can really help out. Other things you can do to try to... Uh, stave it off and kind of deal with the transition a little bit better are, um, you know, in getting more involved in some of your hobbies. Um, and sometimes parents will say, well, I don't know what I like. I've spent my life taking care of my kids. kids. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, and so sometimes that's hard, but it also presents a great opportunity to explore yourself and your interests. You could go back to work. You can volunteer at different, uh, different places to uh, get that experience in. Um, but also just, uh, just talking with people about the, uh, the difficult transition that you may be experiencing uh, can really help, especially if, it's, if you're with a significant other or spouse, making sure that you're talking with each other about what's going on. So now what happens when the kids leave the house and it's all yay and fun and then college ends and then they come back? 
<laughs> yeah, lately there's been what's called the boomerang generation. Okay, so there's a name for it. There's a term. Exactly. So they'll leave for college and then either due to economic stresses or social issues, they end up coming back to the home. And uh, as of 2008, about a third of kids or of, of young adults aged 18 to 34 were living with their parents. Mm. And so sometimes you then have to transition back almost. But at the same time, you're not necessarily... Uh, need to be as, as involved as the parent as when they were a child or an adolescent. And so that can also cause difficulty with transition, but kind of doing the same things, making sure you're talking about it, especially with, uh, your young adult child who's come back so that you can, uh, be open with them and, and understanding your role and what you need from each other. I know in different cultures, cause I'm Asian. And so I kind of know that with, with a lot of families, the kid never leaves. They kind of just stay with the mom and dad until the mom and dad or mom and dad or both kind of passes away. And that's normal. That's how it is in their culture. Is there some sort of emptiness syndrome in that? Like not emptiness, but maybe fullness syndrome? (laughs) You know, there certainly could be. Um, As the parent gets older and transitions from being the caretaker to needing the caretaker, um, that can be very difficult. And you can experience the same symptoms with that. Um, It's it's basically a a change in role, a a change in transition Mm -hmm. that uh, can cause a lot of these problems. Any other thoughts you have? Uh, just to, to keep an eye on this um, and just be aware of it, because if, if if it becomes a significant problem, it is important to seek help. And that doesn't make you less of a person. That's It's okay to seek help. Have a question about a medical procedure? Want to learn more about a health condition? With over 2,000 interviews with our physicians and specialists, there's a pretty good chance you'll find what you want to know. Check it out at thescoperadio.com.